Alright everyone, welcome back to episode 5 of Losing Sight of the Shore. Today's episode will be revolving around the concept that I've been thinking about a lot lately, and it's the concept of everyone has a purpose in your life and in your in the organization that you're a part of. So the first half of this episode, I'll talk about the fact that people have a specific purpose in your life, and then the second half of the episode, I'll talk about how everyone has a purpose in the organization that you're in. Well, when it comes to your life, everyone has a purpose and this is actually a concept that my mom taught me probably when I was leaving for college and I wasn't exactly the nicest to some people back in my hometown and I was telling my mom like, oh, they're really not going to help me move on with my life. They're not going to help me grow as a person. They're not going to be beneficial to my life. And my mom had a very perfect way of explaining it. And this is kind of the premise to this whole episode is that everyone in your life has a specific purpose, whether or not you think that, right? So some people can teach you good lessons, bad lessons. Then some people are just in your life for specific reasons. And an example of that is you can have friends that you will go on, let's say, a trip to Las Vegas for a weekend, and a it'll be a trip full of drinking, fun, and other things like that, but these aren't exactly the people that you would console in for, let's say, relationship advice, or business advice, or academic advice, and that that's completely fine. Someone, most people in your life don't need to be to hit all the pillars in your life that you stand for, all the exact values that you hold for them to have a purpose in your life. Like with that example, going to Las Vegas and having a weekend of fun with your friends that you had in high school or back from your hometown or whatever, is my mom would have explained that by saying that like you enjoyed yourself when you went there, right? You had a good time. They showed you a good time. You linked up with their friends or whatever. They had the right connections over there and you just, you had a good weekend. Well, sure, you may not reach out to them a week before your wedding and ask for relationship advice if you're getting cold feet or something. But the fact is that you enjoyed your time while you were there and that is their purpose in your life, to have fun in those environments and not necessarily the exact person that you're going to go to to ask about how to get out of debt or how to up your credit score or things like that, you know. When we start to think about the different people in our life and the purpose that they have in our life currently, we sometimes will probably notice that their their purpose in our life has changed over time, which is completely fine because you grow, they grow. We're all a work in progress, right? So let's think about the different ways that other people can really be beneficial for you in your life. And it's not saying like how, how to use people to your benefit. It's just what, what purpose did they have being a part of your life right now? And it could be the person that you go to about your relationship problems, that that isn't the same person that you would send that book recommendation to, that article that you just read, something like that, because that person is someone that you know can provide some valuable feedback or will read the book that you send them and then you guys can talk about that book. 
but it's not going to be, not always going to be the same person, right? And we can think about the people who have negative impacts in our life, who made us suffer, who treated us poorly and were sometimes a huge mistake in our life, or sometimes even if they weren't in our life for a long time, they really provided us with a traumatic event or something like that. Well, we later on kind of recognize after trauma, if we've grown from it and not necessarily got over it, but learned from it that their purpose in our life was really specifically to make us stronger, right? It wasn't some repeatable event that we wanted, and it's not something that we're trying to go back to, but we can recognize that that person, and kind of almost be grateful at sometimes that that person had that purpose in my life. Yeah, I, I won't try to talk to them again and create and cultivate or foster a relationship with them, but I will understand and recognize right now for my own closure and my own mental well-being that that person came into my life, whether it was only for 10 seconds or whether it was for an extended period of time, to teach me something. And if we can learn something from every situation, and like I said before, is just having the hunger to learn, everyone can provide us with value. My point in most of this is that burning bridges really isn't beneficial. It's I, I recognize that after my mom gave me that pretty valuable piece of advice earlier in my life is everyone can provide you with some sort of purpose in life and there's really you don't win by pushing people away who want to be in your life and I, I definitely have recognized that now so when someone is taking their time to try to try to be a part of my life and try to really hold some sort of relationship like I, I will give them the time of day because in an oversaturated information market when someone wants to take time out of their day and speak to you and create some form of human connection you should own that and you should really recognize that that is not that common nowadays and really just allow that person in and if anything help them help develop them as a human being and if you think that they are lacking in certain ways like they are too focused on the wrong things or whatever you deem that to be try to shed light on the things that they could learn and not necessarily burn the bridge because you think that they don't stand for all of the values that you stand for. When I really sit down and contemplate thoughts about this concept, it's I think about the fact that I used to burn bridges when someone wasn't assisting me in my own personal growth, in my career growth, and in my intellectual growth, really. Well, that that's ridiculously selfish of me to think because of the fact that if I'm trying to grow, what makes me think that the other individual is not trying to grow? And I understand that we could use argument like, oh, this person doesn't care. They're not going to, they're not trying to grow. They don't care about getting better, things like that. But they, they might just not have had that mentorship in their life. And who's to say that you cannot be that mentor, that they need it, 
that teacher, that instructor that they needed, the one who can really show them the light to be able to successfully grow as an individual, really become more educated and become less ignorant if that's something you don't like about them and things like that. So I'll talk a little bit about the organizational side of this since we talked about people having purpose in your specific or your individual life, right? So on the organizational side is that the people above you and the people below you as defined by organizational leadership all have a part to do. So someone who's your subordinate or possibly a lower rank than you or possibly has a lower job title on the whole totem pole really has a part to do in the company, in the industry, in the unit, whatever sector you're in, is they they all have something to do, and they all are, are typically doing it. Oftentimes, we tend to think that the people above us and below us don't do their job or don't do anything, right? We think that we are the most important, and we think, hmm, well... This guy isn't doing anything. I'm always here working late, yada, yada. Is uh, Oftentimes, we just need to look introspectively, look inside, and recognize that our systems and processes aren't necessarily the most optimized or refined, and really understand our sphere of influence and the limitations that we have when it comes to the exposure of the jobs above us and the jobs below us. It brings me back to the topic of episode two, which was listening to understand, not to respond. So when we get the numbers or metrics or products from the people below us and we provide them to the people above us, we need to understand what the numbers actually mean, right? What the products actually mean. So why why did we do what we did? Why did the people below us give us these numbers of what they did and what did that entail. So when they say that they've completed this many tasks, so you can mark down, okay, my division, my sector, whatever did this many tasks is like what we need to understand what that actually entails. And as simple of a concept as that sounds like, I feel like we we definitely do not hit the nail right on the head with that is we oftentimes don't think that people do enough under us that more tasks could be done but do we really understand how much time and how much manpower essentially was put into these tasks do we know do we understand that there's a specific reason they are in that position that there is that position even available in our organization and that there's a purpose for that position. I've heard too many times people say, oh, my boss doesn't do anything. They just sit on their phone. They just go to meetings all day, yada, yada. They They don't do anything. We do all the work down here. Well, people need to understand that the bosses typically are creating the vision for the work to actually be done, right? So, It's not saying that your boss is good or bad. It's just saying to try to recognize that they have a purpose in your organization. And sure, it's not the exact same purpose that you have, which is the whole concept of this, is that everyone has a purpose in an organization. 
and the people below you have a different purpose than you and the people above you have a whole separate purpose than you do. A side note on this is that oftentimes when someone's delegated a lot of work is people think that they aren't doing much or haven't done much or haven't done anything. But in reality, it's because they've delegated enough of the work that they specifically don't need to do to be, in theory, more productive. And the thing I have on delegation for you all right now is that delegation comes when you accept the work you delegate will not be your product at first. But you acknowledge the time that it can save you for you to put your full brain power to the tasks that you need to be fully effective and productive on. And it's an interesting concept because it won't be your product at first. It never will be when you delegate that task for the first time and you get it back or that product and and you get it back and it's nothing like you would have done it. So you do it all over again and say, oh, I'm never delegating that task ever again is the fact that you need to provide clear and concise guidance, essentially, for them to, for your subordinates or whoever you delegated the task to, to be able to complete the task or the product to your liking. And then when they complete it, refine it, allow them to edit it. And then after multiple repetitions, it's eventually going to be okay, essentially. It will probably never look exactly like yours, but that's okay, because that's a point of delegation, is that You're empowering your subordinates or the individuals that you task things out to to really own their own projects. And when you're the boss or the manager who, or the leader who sits there and just tries to do everything on your own is you're you're not allowing your subordinates or the people under you to grow professionally and personally from really, again, owning their own projects. So I'll leave you all with three things from this episode is number one is burning bridges is essentially unproductive. There, There's no real gain from doing that. I, I would suggest to try to enlighten people, try to educate and try to instruct them on how to grow and how to develop and how to just get better as a human being. Second thing is allow people in your life who are making an effort to be there. So like I said, Burning bridges, ineffective. People want to be connected to you and don't just shun them or not allow them to be part of your life because you believe that their values aren't perfectly aligned with yours. That's okay sometimes. A separate set of eyes looking at a problem set is very good. So if you can have someone from a completely different walk of life in your in your life, They can actually benefit you in many ways because they can educate you on multiple things and just try to learn from them as well. Number three is understand that everyone in the organization that you're a part of has a purpose. The people below you, the people above you, and your peers all have a purpose. They all probably do their part. They are there for a reason. Thank you all for listening. That wraps up episode five of Losing Sight of the Shore. Today, I'm going to leave you all with two quotes. Number one quote is specifically related to the overall concept of the podcast, which is trying to consistently provide value in every situation we're in. And this is a quote that I read within the last week by Jim Rohn. And the quote says, 
You don't get paid for the hour, you get paid for the value you bring to the hour. The second quote I found is an anonymous quote I found online a little bit ago. And it's that people burn their bridges until they realize that they're stranded and then it's too late. All right, thanks for listening again. I will see you all on Monday. Thank <laughs> you.